This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello and welcome to the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle and more. And uh, we've, we've got an interesting show today because we are pre-recording because uh, us American people have to spend, uh, take out a chunk of the week around this time <laughs> of year so that we can just go eat and get fat because we have quotas to Perfect. meet, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, get this, we have to take some time off to eat and just eat. Yep. It's, it's mandated gotta, across the country. You got to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Ben. I'm the voice of Wiz, joined by, of course, we got Luis down there. Oh, oh, or Josh. Me. Or Luis. Luis. <laughs> Animator. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sam. No, I'm no, going no, in. Uh, I'm going, sorry. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going in a different right order now. so I can do Josh last because it's important. And then we got Josh over here. Who I, don't is... know. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> potentially Luis, Luis. Potentially Sam? Sam. <laughs> hello josh is the director for the episode that is coming very soon <laughs> batgirl versus spider yeah yeah very soon can't wait for y'all to see it. it's gonna be awesome my first death battle watch out <laughs> first death battle directing <laughs> yeah you've been, you've been working on death battle for how long at this point about three almost, three? almost two years on death battle with the other screw tech stuff a little longer than that almost three years uh yeah okay because it was like top tens and desk of and, and stuff desk of. For, like the yeah. first like yeah. six eight months yeah okay makes sense right <laughs> miss desk you, you were originally brought into rooster teeth back when we were we we're still under the screw tech name even though the screw tech company didn't really exist <laughs> yeah so once we joined rooster teeth um for top tens uh be, mainly i think because of your work with what with watch mojo or whatever yeah. right yep <laughs> it's kind of amazing <laughs> yeah I was, I was i just so happened it was like the stars aligned as they usually do in this business like i was writing for watch mojo writing those top tens uh and then right around the time you guys moved here and we're looking for a top 10 editor so it was like this perfect and i was editing stuff also in addition to writing for watch mojo so it was just like the perfect opportunity and you hired me worked wow, out so nice. i think that i think that might have worked out okay <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh i i guess we we haven't really talked too much i mean we, we've we've introduced the the fact that you're you're directing episodes of death Bell now obviously but we haven't really talked much about like what you've done before that like we've got the top tens and whatnot but what what have you what have you what have you been up to josh what has led you to this point where you're directing not just you know, being a major part of Death Battle, uh, but also like this year, you're you're a major part of Red vs. Blue as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Before, but before I got to Rooster Teeth, I was just freelancing in Austin, and I was doing a bunch of different stuff. Watching writing for Watch Mojo was one of the like four or five recurring gigs that I had. Um, and I think what happened was just when I got to Rooster Teeth, I kind of maintained that like work ethic <laughs> like i should try to do as many kind of things as i can within the company so uh as soon as i got in i started editing for top tens but then shortly after that i started writing some of the top tens and then they let me write some of the desk of death battles and that kind of started that and then i went through the pitch process with an idea that's what kind of led me to recorded by rsl working on that with isa for a couple of years um 
And at some point I started working with Noel and Torian a lot on, on other stuff, internal stuff that we were working on. And so that's what kind of Torian kept in his mind when he went to finally pitch um, RBB zero, he was like, the first couple of people I want on this team are Noel and, and Josh. And then obviously, and then Ben was in the writer's room too. So it was like, he just pulled from this group of people he was, was close with at screw attack to help him with RBB zero. So I think that was kind of it. It was just like, I'm going to keep freelancing within this company <laughs> and uh, ended up being on a lot of stuff, which has been awesome. Sweet. We've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah. We made a lot of jokes uh, whenever we first like moved to Austin that like it was like our secret plan for Screw Attack to like take over. It's it's like accidentally kind of been going it's in that direction true. for so long. It's like we keep we keep spreading our little fucking tendrils out. It's like new shows, getting more. It's amazing. Like, it's been awesome. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the old the old crew, uh, and, and even you know the crew a- after we we joined with Rooster Teeth is all kind of spread out into all sorts of different departments at this point. It's kind of crazy to think about. Uh, but but it's also like what I was so excited about when we when we first you know moved to Austin the idea that we wouldn't be stuck in the same place anymore essentially uh, which is awesome um, but yeah so Batgirl versus Spider Gwen comes out very soon like next week holy crap yeah it, it's it's happening um, <laughs> so as usual we have a little uh, little sneak peek right. Yeah. Uh, Josh, since you are directing this, do you want to sort of lead us in? Yeah, I mean, um, the I mean, the sneak peek is is right in the beginning of the fight, so we can kind of just roll it. But it, it's you know, it's it's exactly what you'd expect: back over Spider Gun with some with some surprises mixed in there. So let's just let's roll the clip. <laughs> I said take me to Miles, not this... Seems like you're the stupid one for dropping by unannounced. Don't you treat your guests well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there Girl it is. Win. Looking good. All right. I'm I'm so excited to see uh, how this how this episode does. It's it's gonna be cool. Like, I've been directing this show for, I guess, almost ten years now. Nick jumped <laughs> in to help direct a few episodes back in the day, but like, this is the first time uh, I've kind of just handed it off to somebody for like complete control, and it's like. It's really interesting, you know, you know, from 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 my seat, I guess, like just seeing somebody do this, um, and 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 what, what what different things they might do, and and how they might uh, stay the same. Uh, but obviously, Josh, you've been working with Death Battle for years, so you mm-hmm. have a very good idea 
of what people are already wanting and expecting from death battle but you know as you yeah. continue making episodes I'm sure we'll get some <laughs> interesting ideas coming for you too yeah and that's kind I, of the fun thing is like trying to figure out what kind of stuff i want to add to it like what's uh what just personally i want to add my my spin to it but also maintaining the it's it's it is still death battle it's the same show you can come to like come to love and expect um so it's finding that ground is where is like that's kind of the fun part is like finding the middle ground of what i want to do and what is this show and what should it be and so that's like continually been the fun part of directing the show is finding that sweet spot yeah no, no, i love that it takes place like in the bat cave because it's oh, such yeah. like a kind of iconic environment like with like the giant penny and the t-rex and the card and everything like it, there's <laughs> just a lot of stuff where i feel like normally especially in the writing process of the death battle it's just kind of like you know you have like a not necessarily generic environment but the idea of it is like it's either like a field or a building or something like that but like having it in the bat cave gives you a lot of environmental toys to play with it's really fun Wow, it's holidays already. You wouldn't think it, but yep, it's holiday time. And whatever holiday you're celebrating this year, uh, you probably got to buy somebody a gift. And there's few better gifts to give than uh, some Omaha steaks. Because let me tell you, these guys are delicious. So uh, if you're looking to just, you know, if you know somebody who loves grilling or you know somebody who just likes a good steak, it's a great option to give people. And you can get the uh, Deluxe Grillers Assortment, which includes a vast variety of, like, entrees everything from you know steaks and burgers and all this stuff and if you do it right now you can get uh this package plus you get four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer which if you don't have a meat thermometer and you're like getting into cooking steaks and stuff uh it's super useful like i mean if you if the moment really makes it super easy to nail a great steak and uh yeah you can do, get this exclusive offer by going to omahasteaks.com and entering the code dbc into the search bar so yeah go check it out i mean you know these guys we've been talking about for a while now. I love them. They make delicious stuff, and they also make a great gift. So think about it. OmahaSteaks.com. Type in DVC into the search bar, and you can find this uh, exclusive package with all the extras. And trust me, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. well, that was that was definitely like as soon as we started the process. I mean, we obviously can't get too into discussing this episode just yet because it hasn't aired yet. But as soon as we started the uh, animation process or even the writing process um i knew josh was perfect for this because he already had a very solid plan of what he was looking for it was like bat cave let's try to make that work um this is going through the source filmmaker guys uh so uh, they i think this is their third or fourth episode with us at this point yeah like uh, we've yeah. been working with them for a while and they're, they're awesome um but you you had a very specific plan for where the fight would be how it would take place and kind of how it would look as well right yeah, I mean, like Genevieve wrote an awesome fight script, and and that's kind of like the whole thing is like when you read a good script, you you kind of go with what you what it where it sends you. Like her script was so good in my mind, there was really only one way we could kind of do this, and it was like so I was just kind of pushing for that, like really trying to honor what she wrote and what you guys came up with when we were working together on the script. And um, so yeah, it was like very clear to me what I wanted, and then thankfully. The source filmmaker guys also felt very similarly and we all worked on it for a long time and wanting it to be just right and um, i'm really proud of the final product i can't wait for there's anyone a, to see it <laughs> there's a lot of like really cool like i don't know what you call them like like comic book style shots and scenes oh in it yeah that like yeah. super lean into the comic book vibes and they're so cool like it adds such a nice uh like 
not theatrical, but stylistic flair to the episode mm-hmm. as a whole. Like you get that comic book feeling from it. It works really well. It's very cool. Common thing that you kept mentioning early on, Josh, was capturing a similar vibe as the old uh, 90s Batman cartoon. Yeah. Um, uh, Batman the Animated Series, uh, both in camera angles and colors and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not 100% like straight out of that cartoon because there's also Spider-Gwen there. But there mm-hmm. is an interesting choice made in the lighting and presentation of the fight throughout the whole thing. And I'm curious to see what if, pe- if people catch it without watching our commentary. Because uh, we talked about it in the commentary and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, uh, but it's really neat. It's not something we've done before. I, I don't think we've done it before in Death Battle, but anyway, I uh, can't spoil that. Um, <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes peeled for it. <laughs> uh, so, but but from your perspective, Josh, uh, what was different for you about directing this show uh, as opposed to other shows that you've directed or, or maybe been close oh, to directing? Interesting. Yeah, I think it's that like I, I, there's there's this to a certain extent in Red versus Blue Zero. Because it's like, I'm working on that in a, like I wrote a lot of the season with you guys and I'm co-directing it with Noel and Torian, but it's Torian's show. Like he's the showrunner, it's his vision. And so it's kind of passing all of your ideas through that and wanting to make sure it's like in his voice. Whereas like writing for Recorded by R. Saul was like, we are making something new. And Issa is definitely the showrunner for that. And so it's similar there, but like it's different. There's, there's a big difference between like creating a new world and contributing to an already existing one. And Death Battle sort of falls in the middle because we are, we are in an existing show, um, but we're playing with other people's characters, but we're bringing them into this original fight. So it's this back and forth that's fun to like try to figure out and find. So it's just a lot of conversations with all the different people you're working with. And that was been such a fun step up from like editing on the show or writing on the show. Cause when you're directing it, you get to touch base with everyone along the process. And I got to collaborate with a lot of people who have been on this team, but I haven't got to work with like one-on-one. So that's been like a fun new challenge of working on this show in this new role. Yeah, it's definitely, I definitely think of Death Metal as a messier show in that regard with, with like <laughs> trying to figure out where everything like lands. There's a uh, lot and, to think about. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of different moving pieces and it's it's not quite the same as like contributing to a story or, or whatnot. But at the same time, the best thing about Death Battle, or one of my favorite things about it is that each episode is its own entity. It's not necessarily beholden to a previous episode or an upcoming mm-hmm. episode. So uh, you weren't necessarily like when you were given this episode, we didn't necessarily say like, okay, now look, go back and look at Batman versus Spider-Man from like nine years ago. Right. Make sure you follow whatever we said in that or whatnot. No, no, no. Like every episode, writer and director gets their own voice to it. And, and because one of the things about the show is even when it comes to the verdict is that there are so many different ways to do it. There's so many different ways to present information, so many different ways to build a fight, so many different ways to show off a character. Like there's just a million different ways. And and it's always been my opinion that limiting what we can do with that would just hurt the show in the end. Um, whereas if we could just do whatever we want with every episode, essentially, uh, within reason, of course, uh, it might create some incons- inconsistencies. Like some episodes might not feel quite the same from ones like five years ago or whatever, but like it would still be fun and entertaining consistently. And so far mm-hmm. it seems to have worked. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see how that goes. 
it, it's also mm. it's it's so surprising to me that it like the last four or five have all been 20 minutes long and like just the 20 minutes bi-weekly like we're just so good at making this show now it's wild <laughs> the fact that we can do 20 episodes in a year is insane 21 this year and i mean it's a yeah. lot i mean to do with yeah i'm not working that hard, that much on the actual episodes these days i'm on other stuff but still it's always surprising like how much is getting done it's crazy um, the so 20 yeah, minutes so might change a little bit next year because it does a lot <laughs> it's a yeah. lot, to yeah, put yeah, on, a lot. <laughs> especially our post-production um but it wouldn't change by much it's just like uh, we, we have had a lot of episodes re- reach the 20 minute mark this year when they really didn't have to. Uh, so we're going to be a little more conscious about that next year. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, Luis, you've, I, I feel like you've yeah. been trying to say something for yeah, the past yeah. like, 10 minutes. <laughs> All I was going to say was that like, um, in the uh, like we, I got the, the chance to work with Josh for the episode right after this. And just like, it, it's just, um, it's exciting to see like different perspective and different ways of looking at, at the show and like different way of doing things. And, you know, like uh, that's stuff like that is what keeps the show uh, fresh for not only the people watching, but also the people who are actually working on the show. So like, it's cool. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah I, I can <laughs> attest to that. Like there, there have been definitely been points in the show's history where I've just been like, felt like it's such a slog to like work on because it can get to a point where it's just like, it's just the same thing over and over. Um, so especially thanks to working ever since joining Rooster Teeth and having so many more options open up for what we're able to do, uh, man, that has helped a bajillion yeah. times over. Uh, it's, it's like, I don't know if you guys noticed when season like three and four during that, se- uh, during those two seasons, there might've been like a bit of a shift in maybe personality of the show not not in terms of like how the show's presented but in like enthusiasm i feel like because <laughs> uh, that it definitely changed for me around that 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 period where we moved to austin and, and got uh, a lot more um into the rooster teeth production cycle and and just here <laughs> with everybody i mean not here, not not my place but <laughs> you know <laughs> um not here here but, but it counts. It, it counts. Yeah, it does is count. <laughs> allowing us to have all those options, and now with multiple directors, it's going to be an interesting evolution of the show. And it's about time, frankly. Like, yeah, we're almost ten years old, guys. Yeah. Like, hang on, hold up, hold up. Okay, if you're watching this live on Wednesday, uh, that means, holy shit, uh, you are a week and a half away from death battle's 10th birthday Whew. december 6th oh my gosh yeah that's wild <laughs> let's not think about that too much yeah. <laughs> episode, episode one like yeah and i mean you've been working on it longer clearly because episode one was uploaded on december 7th 2010 yes so, uh yeah i've been working on it since so it, it the first episode aired on the sixth December sixth, two thousand ten. I've been working on it since I think six months before that. I think the first episode because I worked I made the first two episodes. I made the first episode three times. Uh, first pitch one that was like a version with Chad as Boomstick, and then the final version. Um, and then I also made the second episode before we even released the first episode. I think I started on the third episode before we released the first episode. Um, so it was like six or so months 
leading up to it, maybe even more, because we also had like to to get a big production deal with Revision Three at the time. Uh, rest in peace. Um, and <laughs> um, I, I believe Brian started uh, working on. Um, Brian, you're, you're you're here. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when you started? Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what your your job was called, but you were like in charge of getting the word out, basically. At oh, first, I was right? Here, like the social media. Uh, it was social media, but you're also reaching out to a bunch of different websites and stuff every time an episode came out. I believe. Oh God, that was. I remember doing that job. I do not remember the title. <laughs> God, I did it for yeah. a little bit. I think it was like brand partner management or some shit. Like, yeah, like you would, oh, you got uh, a video would come out. Sounds fancy. Yeah, a video would come out and you would just like send all the other relevant channels emails about it kind yep. of. Yep, did that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Takes an army. <laughs> Which one you're starting out. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm very proud of, of where we've landed. It's clearly been working out okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's enough of that for now. We will be getting into the nitty gritty of Batgirl versus Spider-Gwen later after it is aired. I'm sure Josh has plenty more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but for now, let's go ahead and get to, eh, that was about, that was, that was what was going on. So yeah. let's get to the community death battle. Guess what? ExpressVPN. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about them. And, uh, you know, it's November, just about to be December, and it's uh, what people call the Christmas season, right? Whether or not you celebrate some Christmas or you celebrate this or that, you probably do enjoy a holiday movie, and ExpressVPN makes your holiday movie watching experience even better. Like, say, for example, you want to watch Lego Actually. Is that on Netflix? Well, no, not in America, but if you just hop on over to Germany, you get to watch Love Actually on Germany's Netflix. So... You know, there's a whole bunch of options that you can do with ExpressVPN, and that's just to watch a show. The more important thing is that you can keep your data safe. You can, you know, just, especially with the amount of data, I know that at least, like, we're handling from a work-from-home environment. Uh, Having a VPN to keep everything safe and locked down, and also, let me watch a couple little extra shows here and there, has been awesome, and it's a great thing to pick up for yourself or for somebody during this holiday season. So... If you visit our special link right now and go to expressvpn.com slash dbc, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, get your holiday fix at expressvpn.com slash dbc. Go check it out because VPNs are dope and awesome for a whole lot of reasons. Man, Shifting these around, surprising you. Boom. Yeah, Joe had an interesting one on this one. I, I didn't see it coming. You know, Yuki versus Rudy. It's wild. Before before the show, he was like, "I got, I got like a dumb one," uh, and I was like, "Okay, I'm excited to hear it." And then he said it, uh, and it was not silly at all. And I'm like, "That sounds like an awesome match." Yeah, I would definitely see that one. <laughs> I think I think like in concept, it's a little silly because like, but yeah. when you start to think about it, it does actually work pretty well. Like, I didn't know. Honestly, I don't know a lot about Yu-Gi-Oh! or Yugi himself, but like I didn't know shit about Rudy. And I started looking at it, I was like, this actually makes a lot of sense. Like as <laughs> I mean, in concept, like every death battle matchup is silly to some degree. Like Oh yeah. And I think it's very important for us all to, you know, always remember that and not take it too seriously. Cause there's a point where you can just go off a deep end and never recover. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh so this week's community death battle is Yugi, of course Yu-Gi-Oh! The King of Games versus Rudy from Chalk Zone. 
who I don't really know much about. I know he's got magic chalk and he can draw up monsters and he's apparently like a godly artist who can draw up things in a matter of seconds in <laughs> incredible detail. Um, but I'm not sure what his limits are per se. Um, but as always, uh, we leave it up to you all to let us know who you think should win and why uh, on Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring up the first answer. Which is from uh, Alexander, a.k.a. Ducko. Okay. <laughs> Draw a chalk portal around Yugi's arms while he's dramatically posing with the plastic <laughs> arm thing that holds his cards. Then close the portal. And his arm cards are stuck in the chalk zone. Having more frames of animation helps. <laughs> you say you're he fully says, kidding. Yeah, he says he's fully <laughs> kidding. And then I read that. Like, I went through, like, all the comments. Like, I always see, And I was like, he's fully kidding. But he does have probably the best argument for how Rudy wins this thing. Like... <laughs> Extra frames Yugi of animation. Will, well, Yugi will do a dramatic pose. Like, yeah, that's true. Sure. Yes, you can count no doubt about true. it. Like, so I do think it's a legitimate strategy. Does does Chalk Zone is Chalk Zone like a twenty four frames per second show and Yugi has like a fifteen <laughs> FPS? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> 12, Rudy 12. just moves <laughs> more <laughs> than Yugi because of the laws of his world. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we should have an answer for Yugi as well, so let's go ahead and bring that up. Uh, that's from AlphaCat77. Once Yuki soul fuses with Yu-Gi-Oh, he becomes capable of sending people to the Shadow Realm with ease. Once he does that, he could either follow them in and actually summon the monsters to kill him or just leave him for dead there. Okay. Yikes. So <laughs> we have the, sh the well, shock zone... And the Shadow it's, Realm are two different locations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And my thing is, is like, this is where I think it gets interesting is because I, th I think this guy is correct. Like, if Yugi has that ability, and I believe that's how this works, like, at, like, in-game Yugi bullshit, especially from the manga. Um, yes, he can take him there, but then Rudy can just draw a circle into the chalk zone and leave. Like, I don't... Yeah. I think this person's yeah. like, he's got him. He's in the trap. It's like... No, but Rudy could just be like, whoop, and just go straight through again. And then he's in the chalk zone. And then from the chalk zone, we know he can go back to the reality. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, mean, the Shadow Realm. That's really the thing. Um, if the fight has to always take play in the chalk zone, then at that point, Yugi's kind of kind of fucked, to be honest. Because, like, <laughs> if he if he always, like, trying to chase uh, Rudy well, around, then he's just going to draw the portal, go in, if... and then he has to follow to continue the fight. So um if at that point like you know, he could if if yugi got put in the track chalk zone and then went to the shadow zone and then took rudy to the shadow zone and then went back to the chalk zone <laughs> if originally yugi had laid a trap card that's i think where he could win with the trap <laughs> yeah and i think that would be that's how i would write it's like you triggered my trap card like that would be the best part right like so <laughs> yeah. like yugi I think Yami, okay, it's been a long time since I've seen you. Yeah, because I think Yami specifically has the power to turn the monsters of the cards real. Yeah, um, which is the, in the in this community death battle thumb, I used a picture of Yami Yugi. Yeah. Which okay. is, is the most powerful version. And I assume that's what everybody wanted. It's not like actually Yugi, it's Yami Yugi, but uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, this he, is the way people want to see it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's the same person, just possesses them. Um, yeah. Plus, gotta keep in mind as well, like, the. The only way he can make the monsters real is if he has the cards. So if Rudy gets rid of the cards, 
like well, how a character decided, oh, I'm gonna throw your Zodiac cars into the uh, into the ocean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if some regular ass person could grab Yugi's car and like throw them in the ocean, then like <laughs> what what could Rudy, as someone who's like actually a little bit more competent, could actually do? You That's know? what I was gonna argue for Yami Yugi <laughs> though. Like gust of wind, you lose your chalk, and then he doesn't have any other powers. I mean, yeah, but you gotta chalk... draw it first. I know, I know that hard the cards is really powerful, but. <laughs> Oh, you saying he literally has to draw gust of wind? Yeah, yeah. To to make that well, that's that's that. the thing. So, how is this? How does this battle play out? Does it? Does Yami? Does Yugi meet up with Rudy and say and challenge him to a game, or does Rudy just quick draw, literal draw, and kill him instantly? Is this a game, or are they actually battling? Because if they battle, I, think, I don't know if Yugi can do that. Yeah, it would be kind of funny if. Rudy was drawing his own Yu-Gi-Oh cards like as they go, but <laughs> yeah. that's like such a That'd different thing. Cool. Like it, especially if he, if like Yami has to draw him, it's like you just hope he top decks well. Like this is just like actual card game meta now. It's just like I don't know. It just, <laughs> that seems weird. There's something about like the uh, I forgot the name of the character, but the um, the character that he created with the blue uh, bandana. Uh, it it's just something funny oh, about him. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy, kill him! Kill him! <laughs> kill him with the chalk! <laughs> use the chalk to kill him! I suppose I suppose he doesn't need to be in a game to use the cards. He could just like it's from a utility belt or whatever and be like, I yeah. summon the god card, Ra, or whatever the other god I can't remember all the god creatures. Um the, but he the, could just like you could just summon them whenever he wants. Mm. He just needs to pull out the card. Um so I guess it doesn't need to be a game. But would Yugi try to make it a game? I don't know. He is the king of games. That's his name. I mean, yeah. I mean, in, in season zero of Yugi, uh, he actually plays a lot of different types of games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's so in a sense, I guess it could be end up being a game, but like I don't know, like uh, how far how far knowledge are you going with Yugi? It's like Well, this also <laughs> leads me to something that hasn't been brought up yet. And I, before we even started this, I mentioned, I don't think the monsters matter in this fight. I think what matters is the penalty game and whether or not it can be applied. So Yugi wears the Millennium Puzzle. The Millennium Puzzle can just obliterate a person. Uh, <laughs> it can uh, create a punishment for a person that is, I guess, based on whatever they do wrong in a game yeah. it seems that seems to be the general idea but i'm not sure if it can just happen i think well, he can just do things with it because i believe pegasus does uh, like pegasus traps people in cards and i think he just does that like there's no it's not like a punishment for a game or whatever or cheating right uh, right he's doing it all the time yeah yugi just doesn't uh, do that. But typically like, does it as a punishment against somebody who's like cheating or whatever or uh, yami did early on um but like some of these punishments i looked up the penalty game some of these punishments <laughs> are <laughs> pretty hardcore so the mind crush is the one that i know a lot of people always bring up uh where yami used it against uh seito kaiba and it caused him to lose it crushed his it crushed his heart i think um remove the evil from it and then kaiba was in a coma for like a month or something like that um but <laughs> but 
Pegasus is probably the most hardcore one that I could find. And this is just off of a brief look through. Um, and this wasn't in the anime. And this is going to be pretty obvious why once I describe it. <laughs> uh, so Pegasus Pegasus also has, it's not the Millennium Puzzle. It's the, the eye thing. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it's a similar device, the, right? So the, it does the, the same feral, kind of stuff. The eye or something like that, I think it's called. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> So apparently in the manga, poor old Bandit Keith gets a he gets a real bad one. Uh, so when when poor old Keith cheats against Joey, uh, Pegasus uses his uh, Millennium Piece to turn Joey's hand or not Joey turn Keith's hand into a gun. Ugh. It automatically raises up to his head and fires, and he dies. What the wow 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 he has no control <laughs> well, over my, it just happens. Oh my gosh. You know, for kids. <laughs> well the manga oh clearly God. wasn't. It's definitely yeah, not in the anime. Really yeah. So Pegasus just does this to him. So like could Yugi just blast Rudy with the Millennium Puzzle and be like, alright, you dead now, and Rudy like <laughs> shoves chalk down his throat and chokes on it till he dies it's like i don't know <laughs> i don't know how strong is like a chalk shield real fast i don't know yeah but well that's the thing like can chalk even hurt rudy i doubt it can maybe because he I don't can know. make chalk do what he wants so does rudy have some kind of counter to essentially a psychic attack that makes him do things that he doesn't want to <laughs> it really depends on like how powerful is the magic of chalk really and <laughs> yami yugi versus ben 10 might even work that would actually be fun too oh, shit. oh no don't even say that yeah, We're not i don't good. want to bring it around i don't want to bring it around <laughs> yami but... versus ben 10 and then yami pulls out the card green boot and he just wins <laughs> instantly it's all uh, it needs. <laughs> green boot attack <laughs> time huh thanks for the tip and he pulls out the, the green lantern card <laughs> or, or, or pulls well, out the time wizard <laughs> the time wizard so, oh yeah yeah there you go there you go <laughs> oh did y'all know they made a they made a blue eyes white dragon cereal just hard side note but i saw it the other day and i was like Shit, what, what? Yeah. specifically yeah. blue eyes white dragon not blue eyes white i think it was blue eyes white dragon o's but yeah it was oh my a, God. Fucking, i need to find this <laughs> oh my god uh, need anyways, we need to vote. Yeah. On who? No, um, this is way more important. <laughs> I, 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 well, personally, for me, I think that we don't have enough information about like how tough is the the shock magic in the shock zone, and like, I mean, if there's an episode where they show it's like actual like water destroying the shock zone, then that's like that's that pretty much shows how like how how powerful that really is. You know what I mean? Because like. Whenever uh, Rudy is fighting anything in the shock zone, it's against other shock stuff, other yeah. shock things. So, hmm. if water can destroy the shock zone, then at that point, you know, like it's it's pretty much like you know game over. Like Yugi wins, hands down. So I'm gonna go with Yugi because there's a a, a bigger uh, chance of him winning than Rudy. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna lean with Luis, I think, and say Yugi. Um, that might just because I'm very, very ignorant to Rudy and like <laughs> the only shit I've said about Rudy is because I did like a two minute Wikipedia dive. 
But uh, yeah, I don't. And I did post a picture of the cereal in Discord. It is Blue Eyes White Dragon Berry Blast cereal. It looks Checking just like Oops All Berries, <gasps> but it's a oh, uh, no. it's Blue oh. Eyes White Dragon, so he doesn't make mistakes like Captain Wood. So it's, it's right. just Berry Blast cereal. Yeah. <laughs> it's intentional. Why does the Yu-Gi-Oh brand <gasps> looks like the Kellogg's like logo far away? <laughs> <laughs> it's I I mean I think it's meant to be a parody, but it does. It's just the logo. Oh my god, this changes the, the serial mascot <laughs> battle royale. Oh, yeah, yeah, it really does. Does. It really well, does. keep in mind, like, Mario has serials and stuff. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily <laughs> fair to drag them in. They make a lot of novelty serials. <laughs> the fact days. that it's just Blue Eyes White Dragon and not, like, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, you, you, it's very specific. Well, it literally, oh, it could be, my... like, honey bunches of Yu-Gi-Ohs, right? Like, you, right. Like, it's yeah. like O's, it ends in O's, you think it's right there. Like <laughs> My favorite thing about that cereal is that the berries are called Berry Blast, so it could actually be an attack that the blue eyes. Berry Blast. White Dragon's actually, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I love how on the box, too, it's like the actual, they look, the, the, the blast balls on the box look super low detail. Like, they made, <laughs> they, they, they like, you know, they did huge deets on Blue Eyes White Dragon, and then those are like clearly they took like the circle tool in a in Photoshop with like mm-hmm. the four different colors and just like speckled it everywhere. It yeah. looks fake. It really looks fake to me. But I'm I'm finding articles about people talking about it as if it's real. I'm yeah. You can buy it right now for thirteen dollars if you want. Okay. I would have done Here's a picture Wait, of a box is, where you're not confused about a real box. Like, I would have done yeah. like Karibos, right? A bowl full of Karibos? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they it, multiply. It, is, it is straight up like Berry, yeah. berry Crunch uh, cereal. that They look like they'd be like colored Karibos. Uh, <laughs> Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> there it is. Wow. With a little oh Funko Pop. Good touch. Or two Funko Pops. Yeah. Very nice. Is but a yeah, Blue Yugi, Eyes White Dragon Yugi Funko wins. Pop? Yeah, of course there is. What? Yeah, but is it like it has to be big, right? And like impressive looking. It's not not really. Oh no, it looks really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it looks real dumb. (laughs) It's just a guy with a big it's like it's like a dragon man, like a man, like humanoid. With just a big old fat dra- blue eyes white dragon head on top of him, it's so it looks kind of like the uh, alien uh, xenomorph, but like a really goofy version, <laughs> like a fish version. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let, let's let's. Uh, I, I'm voting for Yugi as well um, for the reasons that I mentioned. Josh, uh, who are you voting for? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Rudy. I I just feel like the possibilities for him are limitless. Right? He could just draw whatever. He wants. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rudy. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> if Yugi is limited in when he can use his Millennium Puzzle to do the punishment thing, then Rudy probably stands a pretty good chance. But yeah, as far as I'm aware, that's not a limitation. He just chooses <laughs> not to because he's a good person. All right. But as always, uh, we leave it up to you all to let us know who you think should win and why uh, with the poll. So let's go ahead and bring that up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. I mean, <laughs> why does Why does Yugi uh, get an exclamation exclamation mark, but Rudy doesn't? <laughs> Poor Rudy. <laughs> Somebody was excited about Yugi, though. <laughs> All right, Yugi wins seventy five to twenty five. Wow, that's a pretty pretty 
pretty solid lead there. You, you good job. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a lot of close matchups lately, so that's interesting. Didn't even need yeah. Exodia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> didn't need Exodia or the God cards. We we barely even mentioned those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so we need to decide on a new community death bell, obviously. Uh, Luis, you mentioned that you had an idea. All right, all right, right, right. I got two ideas. You can choose between the two. They're both <laughs> stupid, so it's fine. Uh, okay, the first one, I've been watching a lot of Dester lately while I work. Uh, Dester's lab, lab or to be, serial to be, to be, Okay, inside. cool, cool. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I came up with two matchups, both stupid, right? So the first one is Justice League versus the Justice Friends. <laughs> and the second one is Perry the Platypus versus Monkey from Dial M for Monkey. And that's, that's my two choice. That, that's my two death battles. Uh, that's tough. Battles, so. Monkey from who? What? Dial M for Monkey. It's like a Dexter's Lab. Within like, Dexter's sec Lab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a oh. segment. I have no idea. I don't know about that about. one. I'm trying oh, to remember. I think those are both great, Luis. I think I know. every image in my brain of it, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you. it's just Mojo Jojo. Right. It's hard to shake Mojo. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this is exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do remember this. Yes. Yeah. Oh. He has superpowers. He can fly. He oh. Flies. Yeah. He flies. Yeah, I only had Mojo in my head as well. Universe. Yeah. Is is he good? A good match for player that Perry the what is it the platypus? I'm not familiar yeah. with Phineas and Ferb. Uh, I I know enough that he uh, that that Perry always like wins Perry. against a bunch of like different types of inventions and stuff like that. But like uh, monkey, uh, actually, there's a part where they're fighting like the strongest like fighter in the universe. It's an episode, and like all the Justice friends are there, every single uh, like superhero, and they all lose against him. And, and monkey actually wins against the strongest fighter in the universe. So like I don't know what that says about monkey, but seems like he's pretty strong <laughs> yeah at least durable so all right yeah okay. i don't know and that th those are my super ideas if you like it you can take it not no versus battle <laughs> no versus battle wiki does have pages for both of them so i think <laughs> we're good here all right <laughs> harry the platypus versus monkey the dial m for monkey monkey does he not have a name other than monkey? It's just monkey. I think <laughs> it's just, just monkey. monkey. Yeah. It's just monkey. <laughs> All right. Plata Perry the Platypus versus Dexter's monkey. <laughs> sure. Whatever you need a stupid it. idea, just just let me know. I'll give you all I have a bunch. So don't worry. I would right. I would uh, are you gonna be on next week's episode, uh at least? Um he has to I'm not now. Sure. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I mean. I'm gonna. This. I have a hunch that this thumbnail is gonna just have a lot of like this tweet is just gonna be like who what. But <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it right now. <laughs> I'm already downloaded the Perfect. images for this thumb. This this uh whatever social media tweet. It's gonna be good. We'll, they got we'll, great we'll see, colors. We'll they got the say, teal but, and the but... purple. It's gonna be a good looking one. But... Oh snap! Yeah, <laughs> that's the good stuff. Beautiful. All right, let's get oh, that yeah. pretty, that pretty thumbnail up there. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. So we the next community death, community death battles: Perry the Platypus versus Monkey from Dialem for Monkey slash Dexter's Laboratory slash mm -hmm. not the other Dexter. Um, yeah, <laughs> sure. That's what we're going with. Let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag Death Metal Cast on Twitter. We'll have a poll up with that beautiful thumbnail. 
um, later on this week. I guess that's going to wrap things up today on, on, yeah. on whatever that note is. <laughs> uh, the so, best note. Uh, go out and find yourself some Blue Eyes White Dragon cereal. It is from 2004, so maybe you know don't eat it. Is but that uh, feel free to go find it. <laughs> find some cereal and then watch watch some Feelings of Firm and some uh, Dexter's Lab, and then come back to us next week with your answer. Yes. Perfect. Sounds sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and be sure to check out uh, uh, Batgirl vs. Spider-Gwen airing yes. this upcoming weekend, this Sunday for first members, this Monday on YouTube. Should be good. And then RVB Zero just had his third episode release. Uh, it's getting into some cool, some cool shit. I'm in the writing credits for this one. Yeah. I wrote the like last little scene. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it got moved around from another episode I was working on, which is cool. Um, so I got I got an extra writing credit for this series yeah. because of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, man, it looks so awesome. Uh, and of course, Ruby's going on right now as well. So many cool things are happening at Rooster Teeth. If you don't have a first account, like this is the time to try it out. You really should. Time to uh, get one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you all so much for watching this episode of Death Metal Cast. If you are uh, in the U.S. Um, like us, we we'll hope you have a good time stuffing your face this week. <laughs> um, Enjoy it. And it's well deserved. Yes. As usual, be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Be awesome. We'll see you next week.